The Mortgage Calculator, your favorite non-QM lender with over 5,000 unique loan products. All right. Looks like we are good to go. So we go ahead and get started. We'll go ahead and take the chat off there and get into it. So welcome, everyone. My name is Kyle Hershey. I'm the COO of The Mortgage Calculator, joined here by our president, Nick Hershey, and our sales manager, Jose Gonzalez. Welcome to Daily Mortgage Rates Live, where we go through the actual rates for today in real time for different programs. Before we get into that, though, I want to talk about our deep dive topic for today, which is going to be ITIN loans. So Jose has a lot of experience with these type of loans, so he's going to do a deep dive topic into this after we get through the rates. But before that, Nick, let's go ahead and pull up our rate tool and look at the different pricing for today. It is April 6th, just after 11 a.m. The pricing is live. Definitely very interesting the last couple weeks to check how the pricing is fluctuating. So let's go ahead and pull it up. All right, let me go ahead and change my screen and we'll get into it. So as Kyle mentioned, this is our pricing tool for our mortgage professionals. We have over 300 licensed loan officers and offer loans for primary second homes in 22 different states. And we can offer our business purpose DSCR loans in 44 different states, almost every state in the U.S. So a lot of different options here. If you'd like to get a full breakdown, a full loan estimate, this is our pricing tool to show our general programs. And it will include an APR cost as well. But if you want the full breakdown, please get with our team. So for all of our demos today, we're going to set up a basic scenario. Uh, we're going to keep a nice, easy loan amount, $400,000. we are going to set the LTV to 80%. That's 80% loan, 20% down payment. We're going to set the desired price to 99 That means we're going to ask the computer to find the best rate at one discount point in cost. Most of our customers are asking to buy down the rate a little bit, so that's the most common request. And here under loan type, we're going to compare our conforming conventional programs to our FHA programs, usually the second most popular, and then our expanded guidelines, non-QM programs, where we can use alternative income. We obviously offer VA and USDA loans. VA are only for our eligible veterans. So if you are an eligible vet, we would love to quote it. But since not everybody is, we don't do that live. And same with USDA, that's only for an eligible property in a USDA eligible area. If you do happen to be shopping for one of those properties, we'd be happy to quote that for you. But let's start with our three scenarios here. With our conforming example, we're going to do all our examples as a purchase, 30-year fixed loan, standard terms, primary occupancy, single-family home, one unit, state of Florida, county Miami-Dade, that's where our office is. And for all of our demos today, we'll use an estimated FICO score of 760 and an estimated debt-to-income ratio of 40. So these will be our parameters for today. And let's check out what our conventional rates look like this morning. So about the same as it was yesterday, uh, which is great. Obviously, we love when things go down. So uh, the best option here uh, actually looks like the second option on the screen has the lowest APR if you see here. So second option here, 6.125 rate for 0.875 discount points in cost. And that is a final APR of 6.297. So we love when these uh, rates are improving. These are an improvement over last week and the week before. And obviously the lowest that we've had in about six months. So great news for all of us out there. 
Uh, and obviously we have options to buy down into the fives here now that sixes is a very decent option as well. Now we'll go into our second demo, go back to our pricer, and we will compare our FHA program. So if any for any reason a borrower is not able to qualify for conventional, typically the next option that we go to is an FHA program that affords a little bit of flexibility on the credit requirements, as well as a much higher debt to income ratio uh, we can use there. So a lot of benefits there for FHA. We will set everything else exactly the same. So it'll be exactly the same as it was before. And we can compare side by side here. Now our FHA rates this morning. See here, the top one is the best option, a 5.25 rate for one discount point in cost. And that is a final APR of 5.852. So notice the APR is how you can compare across programs. So the APR here on the FHA, even though there are uh, upfront and uh, yearly mortgage insurance required for FHA, it's actually a little bit cheaper in this scenario for our borrower. Remember the conventional was a uh, 6.1 something, I believe 6.2 something. Now we're at the uh, 5.852. So very comparable there. FHA is actually a little bit cheaper. Definitely recommend everybody compares both options. Now, for our final primary scenario, we'll set it up exactly the same, uh, but this time we will check out our non-QM expanded guidelines. Many times other banks or lenders only have these options for conforming an FHA. Fortunately, here at the Mortgage Calculator, we have over 5,000 additional loan programs under expanded guidelines that allow us to use alternative income. So we'll set everything else the same, but you'll notice one new option pops up for our non-QM programs, and that is our income verification option here. So full doc means two years of tax returns. That's what we would use for conventional FHA, what everybody is pretty much used to. So typically when we choose non-QM, we're going to choose an alternative documentation, one-year alt doc, two-year alt doc. We can use assets, business bank statements uh, for our investment properties. We can do it to DSCR. We'll talk about that in a minute. But our most popular program by far is our personal bank statement 12 months for our self-employed borrowers. Many times our self-employed borrowers, two years of tax returns, they have various write-offs and other things that affect their income qualifications. So we're simply going to use 12 months of bank statements, 12 actual bank statements to analyze those and determine a debt to income ratio for our borrower using their bank statements rather than their tax returns. So that typically affords us to qualify a borrower who would otherwise not qualify or qualify a borrower for much higher income on the loan and therefore a higher loan amount they can qualify for. So typically we use these non-QM programs if a customer doesn't qualify for the conventional. These rates are a little bit higher, but we absolutely love to solve problems and provide these solutions. So here, great news here, actually a little bit lower than it was yesterday. So non-QM typically reacts a day later in a lot of times than the conventional. So we saw the conventional react uh, yesterday. Today, we're now seeing a 7% rate option here for one discount point cost and a final APR of 7.047. So it's a little lower than it was yesterday. Now, remember, you can compare across programs. Remember, the conventional was in the low sixes, FHA was in the high fives, and now we're in the very low sevens here on non-QM. So we love to give all three options to our borrowers so they can decide what works best for them. Now, you'll notice here as we scroll down, there are hundreds of different flavors and types of bank statement programs that we have. Some of these may allow things like credit events, like a foreclosure or a bankruptcy, things like that. So tons of different options that we have. Please get with our team and we'd be happy to find the one of these hundreds of programs that works best for you. Now, before we get into Jose's live example, we always want to do two more rate demos here. So for our last two demos, 
We did our primary. Now we're going to switch this to investment properties. So we're going to compare our two most popular investment property programs. We'll set the LTV to the same, 80% loan to value, 20% down payment, 400,000 loan like we had before. We'll ask for one discount point cost like we had before. And we're simply going to compare our conforming conventional with our non-QM expanded guidelines. Remember FHA, VA, and USDA are not eligible for investment properties. So first option here, conforming conventional. Everything else is going to stay the same besides investment property. So let's check out our investment property rates. Uh, keep in mind here that the GSEs uh, that you see here that uh, offer these conventional loans have added additional costs for investment properties. So unfortunately, the computer is not able to find a one discount point option. So the best option the computer did find, which is great because it's better than it was yesterday and better than the last six months, 6.625 rate for 2875 discount points in cost for a final APR of 6.864, which is pretty amazing. We love to see the rates go down, obviously. Now, many times our investors would like a higher rate or prefer a higher rate in order to reduce the discount points. That's why we asked the computer for just one discount point in cost. Unfortunately, the computer was not able to find that. So even if we go up in rate and scroll down here, there are probably some options with lower costs, such as this option, 7.375 for 2.25 discount points. Uh, oh, and here's one for 1.875 discount points, but that's still uh, a lot of money for our investors that may choose to deploy these cash discount points into another investment. So many times our investors want other options, and that's where we love to offer our non-QM options to compare. So for our final example, set this up the same, go to investment property, and when we select expanded guidelines non-QM for investment properties, we actually get two new options here we have to set. So first we'll set our income verification, our most popular option for income verification for an investment property is going to be our investor DSCR program. And that's because it doesn't require any income from our borrower, any employment information from our borrower. We're simply going to use the estimated rental income from the property we're purchasing in this case in order to determine if that rent will cover the expenses, the PITIA of this mortgage that we're looking at. And as long as the rents will cover the expenses, that is a ratio greater than one. And we have a ton of DSCR programs for that. We even have options for DSCR ratios under one where the rents don't quite cover the expenses uh, and don't quite cash flow. We can still do those loans. So you'll see some of those options pop up here in a second. The other thing we must set is our prepayment penalty that is standard for our non-QM investment property purchases or refis, of course. And the standard is three years. So that's what we'll use for our demo. We can choose zero if we'd like. That will limit our loan programs and cost much more. We could also choose five. Uh, which would obviously cost less, but there's uh, not as many loan programs. So most common option, three years. That's what we always use for our demo today. Now let's check out our DSCR rates this morning. So we love to see these rates go down. Again, a lot of great news here. A lot of options in the sevens now, whereas we were you know, well into the eights uh, over the last couple months. Definitely recommend our investors take advantage. Take advantage of some of these great rates. Best option the computer found here uh, would actually be the second one on the list here for the lowest APR. So 7.625 rate for 0.85 discount points in cost and a final APR of 7.667. So remember the APR, best APR option there on the conforming uh, was 6.8 something. Now we're at 7.667. 
very comparable. Obviously, it's a little bit higher for non-QM, but remember these DSCR programs don't require any income or employment. Many times our investors can cash out one, two, five properties and purchase one, two, five more properties. So very flexible here with the DSCR and very quick, easy loans. These are our favorite loans to do. And there are tons of options you'll see here uh, with various DSCR uh, qualifications, various prepayment penalties uh, you see here, and just different options. So please get with our team and you can find which one of the hundreds of DSCR options may fit best for you. Some of these may allow short-term rental income for Airbnb properties and things like that. So now that we've gone through all the live rates, let me go ahead and introduce our topic here. Let me switch my screen. Now for today, we're going to have Jose, our sales manager. Uh, for those of you just joining us, 27 years in the industry. Jose has a lot of experience, especially being from South Florida with foreign nationals, which we did yesterday. Very different than an I-10 borrower, which we're going to do today. So I'll let Jose explain the differences because it's very confusing. We talked about it a little bit yesterday on the differences of foreign nationals. Now we're coming from the other angle is what is not a foreign national, which is an I-10 borrower. So I'll let you go ahead and uh, define that for us, Jose, and then we'll get into your demo. Sure. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Daily Rates Live with the Mortgage Calculator. Yes, definitely uh, being in South Florida, uh, do have a lot of exposure to all of the multinational transactions. Uh, foreign nationals and I-10, unfortunately, get blurred together by a lot of uh, MLOs. Uh, because they interchange what they are, because there are some similarities. Um, the main similarity, I guess, is they're both from another country, um, probably not U.S. citizens, although not always, because there are foreign nationals with dual citizenship, but then they wouldn't be a foreign national for our loan, right? But um, that is where the similarities end, because whereas a foreign national derives their income when income is being used for the loan from outside the U.S. It can never be from inside the U.S. The ITIN borrower always needs to derive their income from inside the U.S. They also need to be living in the U.S., whereas a foreign national uh, cannot be permanently residing in the U.S. because they don't have permanent residency. Right. Uh, and the foreign national borrower does not need U.S. based credit. However, as we uh, as I explained yesterday, if they do have U.S. based credit, then uh, regular credit guidelines are applicable for that program. 680, 700, 720, whatever the program may state, if they have U.S. based credit. Uh, so foreign nationals are not required to have U.S.-based credit, whereas the ITIN borrower is required. So you see everything other than the fact that they're from another country and they do not have um, legal U.S. status as far as residency. Those are the only things that are similar with the foreign national, but everything else is similar to a national borrower. They have to have credit in the U.S. Um, they have to live in the U.S., and their income has to be derived from the U.S. Now, that doesn't mean that all of the ITIN programs are full doc. We do have alt doc options as well. Now, what does ITIN, that's I-T-I-N, 
N as in Nancy. What does ITIN stand for? It is an acronym for International Tax Identification Number. So that is a document that any non-U.S. resident will need or a number that they're going to need in order to be able to file taxes in the U.S. and do anything that would require a Social Security number to do. But since they are not U.S. nationals, they cannot call it a Social Security number. So they call it an international tax ID number. So the ITIN borrowers, um, the programs we have are full doc. We also have alt doc options, which would be asset utilization, um, bank statement option, and 1099 option. So we do run the whole spectrum of income documentation for the ITIN borrowers. Uh, usually, depending on the program, the ITIN borrowers have to provide some type of documentation of their entry when they originally entered the U.S. Um, and then in some cases, they they well, they always need to provide an ID. In some options, the ID has to be U.S.-based ID. And in other options, the ID can simply be their passport from their country of origin. But obviously, we do need to be able to identify the borrower. So again, good options for purchase and refi. So our first option here is an 80% loan-to-value option. And notice there I have ITIN as an acronym for International Tax ID Number. So this option here, primary full doc. Maximum LTV that we currently have for the ITIN is 80%. Uh, And um, for uh, these options this morning, no investment uh, options um, are possible. We're looking at primary and second home only purchases, rate and term, and cash out refis. Now, this option here, 80% purchase, full doc, which would be using tax returns, pay stubs, W-2s, are quote-unquote traditional full doc option and lowest cost option 9.125% rate has a $500 lender credit and you can buy it down all the way to 7.875 and that is roughly two and a half points around there for that one so pretty good option full doc now here's where it gets really interesting you will note this is our um, one of our alt doc options. This one is 1099. So as you all know, our 1099 um, workers are contract workers. They're basically independent contractors, and the uh, company that contracts them does not pay their taxes, but instead gives them a 1099 for the borrower to pay their own taxes. This tends to be a very common setup for the uh, ten um, for the ITIN borrower, by the way, 1099. Simplifies it for the employer. The ITIN borrower worries about filing their own taxes. So again, you will note the rates are exactly the same. Full doc and 1099, exactly the same rate. Now we have our bank statement option. These are all for one unit properties, by the way. And again, wouldn't you know that 
same rate. I didn't include the bottom one, the 9.125, but it's the same exact rates. You're looking at 7.875. Here, I'll bring the other one over. So you see everything is exactly the same for our bank statement options. Very good, because now our asset utilization option is also exactly the same. So I hope this is really exciting a lot of people to realize that full doc bank statement, asset utilization, 1099, all the same rates. And this is only 20% down. So now we have our ITIN full doc cash out option, which is at a max 75% LTV. Still very good rates there, right? You're looking at 9.375 as our lowest cost option, actually at par, and 8.125 our lowest rate option. So we're looking at about a quarter of a a percent higher rate to go cash out at a 5% lower loan to value, 75%, which is usually the case when you have a cash out option versus a purchase is usually going to be a 5% LTV reduction. So now, you know, I like to make it interesting here, right? We always about the four unit hack. So here we go. We can do the ultimate house hack for an ITIN borrower as well. This is a full doc four unit purchase. This is also primary because there are no investment property options for this program, only primary and second home. Uh, So here, 80% loan to value on that purchase. Look at those rates. Very good rates. They only give you a quarter of a percent rate adjustment to go to a four unit from a one unit but they still give you the 80% loan to value. It's very good to note because hey, ITIN borrowers want to buy fourplexes as well. And that was full doc. And now, again, this is our alt doc. And I'm not going to show all the different alt docs because you can believe me, all the, all the different income types are going to have the same exact rate for the purchase. So you're looking at right here, 9.375 gives you a little bit of a lender credit and lowest rate option is 8.125. So you're looking at the same rate, full doc as alt doc on the four unit as well. So again, I mean, we have a lot of ITIM borrowers in this country. Uh, There's not a lot of outlets servicing them. Great opportunity to increase your stream of business. If you add ITIN to your portfolio mix of business. I mean, you you will have a very captive audience. Uh, you just have to understand what the ITIN is so that when you do get the request, you can properly identify them as an ITIN borrower, not as a U.S.-based, uh, you know, national, not as a foreign national, but as the in-between that they are. So looking forward here to helping many of you uh, structure your ITIN loans for purchases and for refis. And hopefully, uh, as market conditions improve for non-QM, which they have been steadily for the last few months, non-QM is doing uh, tracking down and interest rates, as you can see. Uh, hopefully, pretty soon, we will have the investment property option for the ITIN borrowers back as well. Perfect. Thank you, Jose.
Very interesting there. Very interesting one here today. Okay, so, uh, you know, as Jose went through here, again, like we go through every day, loan officer consultants can walk you through these different programs, right? Not every program is the same. We have over 300 loan officers all across the country, as Nick mentioned, licensed in 22 states for primary residences, and we can do business purpose loans in most states. So if you are looking for a loan officer consultant to walk you through the process of a loan, uh, go ahead and get with us at themortgagecalculator.com and we can pair you up with one of our loan officers. We do this show every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern where we go through the rates so you can see how they fluctuate and then do a deep dive topic every day like we did today with the I-10 loan. So uh, thank you, Nick. Thank you, Jose. Thank you everyone for tuning in and we hope to see you all tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Thank you, everybody. Apply now at themortgagecalculator.com for instant mortgage rate quotes for over 5,000 loan products.